Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Hey, this is Chuck. Welcome to the podcast today. Um, our guest for this episode of the podcast is President and CEO of His Call, Gary Luffman. Uh, you may remember he was on the inaugural episode of the His Call Technology Podcast, and I'm thrilled to have him back today. Thank you, Chuck. It's been a while. I'm glad to be back in this room. It has been a while, and uh, you'll know one of our regular listeners says her favorite episode is the episode with you. Really? Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's nice. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And a matter of fact, the episode with you is the most downloaded episode we've recorded. Whoa. I'm, How about that? You're I'm, a star. That, that's fantastic. I wouldn't have expected that. That's good. <laughs> well, I hope that whatever we talk about today will have just as many hits or more. I'm expecting it to. I, didn't, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we've had listeners from as far away as Canada and Australia listen really? to the podcast. Whoa, I didn't know that. It's pretty Man. exciting. Well, it? I knew this is your idea here is taking off, and we're all real happy about it. And I guess from what you're telling me, people are enjoying what you're doing, and I know we do, so I appreciate you doing this. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to be doing it, and I appreciate your support. So uh, last time, in the, in the first episode we recorded, episode one, we were talking about facial recognition. Mm-hmm. And I remember as we were kind of talking about recording that episode, we had ideas of talking about facial recognition and cloud cloud that's right uh, i can't imagine getting both of those in oh, in yeah. one segment so uh, wow i tell you what you know uh, how long was it that we did that episode that was in january Man. so it's been a, we're, we're through a quarter now i tell you what a, a lot of things have changed uh, real quickly i'll tell you the facial recognition lots of enhancements some new products out i mean we're moving along really well with that i mean about ready to go to market big time with that so you that, know it's uh, done well I'm just getting back from ISC West, my first time out there. I saw a lot of vendors claiming to have facial recognition and or facial detection. I learned the difference Mm -hmm. in that while I was out there. I had a guest here a little bit ago. First time in a long time he's been by. uh, He came by for a chamber event, he said, years ago, and how, how he was recognizing how much the building has changed and everything around. I said, well, let me show you this. He goes up to it, so intuitive, he goes right to it, enters himself and the everything, and he sees it up on the big screen and the welcome and everything. He was so impressed. Now I think he's going to go back and talk to his uh, the company he works for, and we may get some traction out of that because he, he just couldn't believe how much advancements that this has all done. And he was familiar with the products and everything, just hasn't seen it live in action in, in hours. And... Like I said, you know, next time you come, you're going to probably be able to walk up to this door here and unlock the door with your facial recognition and then enter that you're here to see me. I showed him the app about how here's what I see when you enter on that tablet. And he was like amazed because you get an instant email and all that notification. So, you know, the thing with the way the world is today is just extra security. I could see where that could take off and so many places uh this gentleman works for uh, one of our very good customers it's a it's a bank banks especially but my gosh factories and schools and universities uh because of unfortunate 
incidents that just like today where you saw on the news about out in Colorado where you know people want to do harm well this this type of inf- stuff that we've got now can really help businesses uh, go into a lockdown if they need to so anyway I know we're not here to talk about that today but because we could go on a whole do a podcast on that we might revisit that and do a little more maybe in a month or two if you want to but you want to talk about cloud today yeah, let's let's talk about cloud. I know you've been you've been busy with cloud this oh, past quarter. Yeah. Chuck, let me tell you something. We have got, I believe, one of the best cloud designs of anybody out there. Now, anybody listening to this podcast are gonna probably if they've been looking at cloud, they're gonna know that almost every manufacturer's got their own cloud. Well, we have developed and built ours. It's off of um, off of our three C platform at NEC. Let me just kind of cut to the chase. Have you seen it yet? Have you seen? I it? have. We okay. actually had a conference call today, okay. this morning, on the, the his call hosted platform, uh-huh. and it worked real well. Oh yeah, and you know what? I don't know of anybody's cloud provider that's doing video with it too, because one of the model phones that, that NEC has just come out with. And did you see that one? I have not seen oh, that. Oh goodness! You just simply go to the phone. It looks like a tablet except it lays horizontally, you just select, do you want to do video or audio? Call up the other person. If they have a video, then they can accept the video call, and now you're through our cloud on a video call, not just an audio call. The resolution is superb. The synchronization is right on target. We have tested this now with several different customers that have uh, agreed to be guinea pigs for us. We've tried it on different bandwidths. It is working remarkably well the audio is great i mean we know that most people are going to be doing that but when you can push video phone to phone so simple i mean i'm talking about a phone with a camera and they can see video each other and it is real time no delay i don't know anybody that's doing that right now the the conference bridging uh the audio calls the video calls we are ready to go to market uh, we're actually meeting with the, the sales team tomorrow and unveiling this to them. So at the time of this broadcast, they would have seen this, and we will have uh, pricing sheets. We're going to be extremely competitive with any any of our competitors uh, and have all sorts of different flavors and different options. Uh, some people want a just a simple, basic communication path. So all they want is a phone. That's fine. Somebody wants to do a lot of features mobility we got that too again we're, we're even going to be offering video if they want that now in addition we don't have to use just the nec phone we've got a variety of other phones that we've tested on the system including polycom and some others and they work great we're ready to go with this we're expanding this and making it better every day our price sheets will be out probably in about a week Okay, that's exciting to have announced today. This may be your uh, mm-hmm. first public announcement that his call is going to have a hosted unified communications platform. So, Gary, what made you decide that was the direction that his call needed to go? You mentioned, of course, there are some big names out there, there are. that are providing uh, UC as a service. Why did you decide that his call would develop and, and well, deploy our own? You know, Chuck, everything at his call we try to look at for long-term relationships. Sometimes cloud is the best solution for some people. Sometimes it's not. 
I don't claim to be really an expert at anything, but I'll just say I've been in this business a long time, <laughs> along as you have too. I think living this as we do, because you don't turn it off after eight hours, and I don't either. And so many of us that that, are, that work here at his call the same way, we kind of live, breathe, eat, and sleep this stuff. We know this industry. Well, we also know that sometimes cloud is a very good solution for various reasons. We could get into that for an hour about where it fits, and we could also get into it for an hour about where it doesn't fit. With our client base, I feel like that most everybody that we work for, we build a trust factor. The reason we got into this is because we don't want to lose customers when they need cloud and we can't offer it. Now, granted, we can sell other clouds, but here's the gotcha. We're going to be the only one that I know of that will openly say, if you're not happy with our cloud, we'll tear up that contract. I will challenge anybody to go, if they're looking right now, at anybody that's in that, and there's so many of them out there I could go on. Ask them about their out clause. I've read some of them, and some of them say, you know, if you have this number of outages or this many times down or whatever, but it's almost like reading a government document, and you just about got to prove something. Well, our agreements that we've had with our customers over the 23 years we've been in business is if you're not happy with us for any reason, we'll let you out of that contract. Uh, we still do that. So that was one of the biggies because sometimes premise space is the best solution. So if somebody gets into a cloud, I'd rather them use our cloud. And if they're happy with it, great, stay with us. And you can have the benefits of cloud. If you're not happy with it or it's you think, well, I wish I had premise, and sometimes they just need a cloud service temporarily till they're building a building or something, and we can do that. We will, we're, we try to be as flexible as a rubber band here. We will, we will work with people because we want people to be here because they want to be with his call, not because they're tied to some contract. And that was a biggie for me is after all these years, I don't want to lose any good clients that want to stay with us. So we're offering this, but at the same time, I've never liked to do anything just halfway. I want to do it better than anybody else, and I know you do too, mm -hmm. and everybody else that works here. So we've invested lots and lots of money, built this thing out. We're still working on it every day, making even more robust, bringing in more services. I know we can stand behind it 100%, and at the same time, give that service guarantee that's real simple, and any lawyer that would look at it was because they've told our customers before said well this is real simple they're not writing this to protect themselves they're writing this more to protect you sign it you're okay our cloud agreement is going to be like that too i know you have thoroughly investigated customer options because oh, yeah. that has been a concern um, i think you've heard from some customers that that got into some contracts that they um, where it didn't work so well, didn't work as um, expected or, or maybe as designed from some other manufacturers, and, and you tried to help the customer get uh, make arrangements with the manufacturer to get out of that, and it mm -hmm. was challenging, wasn't it? It was very much. And the deals that were told to me, unfortunately, by some were like, well, a deal's a deal. And my comment was, but this customer is hurting. They're losing business because your cloud is not working well, we've got these, they got to have this many outages, this much of this. I said, look, an, one outage could hurt a customer. 
we don't need that to happen. And I'm saying I'm willing to put in your brand premise-based equipment if you'll let them out of the contract, and they wouldn't do it. That was a big opener to me. We've got to do something to protect these end users from that happening. So the his call way, just like with our HMS plans, you know, we we have a lot of good uh, customers on HMS. And for the listeners who may not know what that is, that's where it's his call managed services, where we will come out, install the equipment in your location. And basically the contract's real simple. You pay the first and last month's rent like you'd rent a house. And uh, first and last month payment, rather, like you'd rent a house. The obviously the five-year terms are less expensive per month than the three-year terms, but I'm very flexible on how those work, and we have service guarantees to those too. Those plans, though, where if somebody says I want premise, but I don't want to have a capital expenditure, so we put it in, we own it, we maintain it, we service it, and they just pay one monthly bill like you would cloud. So that's another option that we do. And those have proven in the right circumstance to be the better solution than any of it. You mentioned that a cloud offering is good for some customers, mm-hmm. but not all customers. What are some scenarios that come to mind where a cloud service, cloud uh, system is not the best option? Now, this is Gary Luffman talking. I would just say from my professional experience of being doing this for a long time, I would steer away from pure cloud. I'm not talking about a hybrid with gateways and so forth. And when you get into that, you're you're spending so much money, you might as well look at doing something different anyway. But a pure cloud, which is what the big buzz is right now that so many people are coming and and proposing, where you're paying anything from maybe $15 to $35 a month, and they're all going out. Well, the processor is somewhere else, in another state somewhere. It's not there. And then you're relying directly from an IP phone or SIP phone through data switches to a router to the world to the processor that, like I said, is located somewhere. Well, the equipment that's being installed out there is fine. I'm not faulting anybody for that. There's a lot of good manufacturers putting stuff in. But the number one problem and the culprit that we've all experienced, if any business owner has ever done, is you have a carrier outage. Those carrier outages could be anything from a backhoe outside somewhere that pulled up some copper fiber or coax or whatever. It could be where, unfortunately, we hear of and we see regional outages, and all the carriers have those happen, unfortunately, from time to time. It's happened with all of them. Well, when those happen, you can't communicate at all because the processor is not there, and they're under pure cloud. So... If I needed to page in a building, let's say I'm in a two-story building like we are here in, in, in Dixon, if we lose a carrier and we're on a cloud, a pure cloud, I can't pick up a phone and call you, Chuck, because the processor's not here. I can't do an overhead page to say we've got a problem at the front lobby or something. You, you lose total communications. In our Knoxville office, for example, so some of our listeners are familiar, we have a here outside of Nashville, we have uh, over 30,000 square feet, large facility, and in Knoxville, we have 3,000 on one floor. Well, if somebody in Knoxville stands up and they yell fire or help, everybody could hear them. Here, you couldn't do that. That would be a biggie for me. So that would be something, if, if you had to make an announcement or, or have an alert, 
and all you could do is yell and you couldn't grab a phone to call or let's say in a factory unfortunately there have been some tragedies in factories around presses or machinery in the back uh, anything from somebody get a clothing caught in something their hair caught their fingers hurt or, or severed whatever be the case somebody with a heart attack and a co-worker sees this going on they they typically grab a phone in that nearby station normally an uh, analog phone it might not necessarily be they grab it and they page that is a normal incident that happens in factories well if you're pure cloud you can't do that because you don't have the processor there to connect to the paging system so i would those are a couple of instances where i would be concerned i could give you others but that's just that that's that's a lot of it so a lot of it in a pure cloud play where you only have maybe IP phones out of sight. All the call control and all the audio is dependent upon connectivity from the business to the processor that's back at mm-hmm. somebody else's data center. True. Um, and if you don't have connectivity to that, you've got nothing but a desk weight. Right? And whether we like it or not, this is going to happen. Even the best of carriers, things happen that they can't control. There, mm-hmm. It might be... Uh, it could be a storm or like I said it could be a backhoe that was outside of your building where you've got copper and fiber or coax coming into your building or it could be down the street and unfortunately when that happens you may not get the repair done for a day or so and even if they work all night on that I just don't want to be in a large building myself and potentially need to still communicate for emergency or let's just say even without an emergency maybe i can still operate business internally i could still call staff from one floor to the other i could still page just like in a car lot there's a lot of paging goes on in car lots well if you've got a customer that walks up to the front desk and they want to page one of the salespeople, you have a guest at the front they can't do that if Mm -hmm. their cloud is down and it's pure cloud. A his call cloud offering would face those same challenges, but what you've designed into the solution that we're going to be coming to market with That's that right. differentiates us from the other offerings that are out there is we are expecting our solution to work just like right. other vendors are, but in a scenario where a customer determines that this is not the right, right. fit or if for some reason we, we have no control over the connectivity from the customer to our place, you've given the customer an opportunity to Yeah, if they make if for change. some reason they said, you know what, I thought this would be good. Do you have something else because it's not the best because we've had too many carrier outages or something? Or maybe they look and say, well, financially, could we do something that would be uh, less expensive? And, and let's face it, sometimes the managers of a company – a CFO or a comptroller or somebody or the president of a company may decide uh, they're going to operate uh, under CapEx and the next one doesn't. So that may change how they operate there too and it may go back and forth. That Those things happen. So yes, we're going to try to be flexible and protective so people will have options. 
give give customers flexibility. Well, let's talk about some of the features. You mentioned video, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that customer would have flexibility on the type of handset they might choose to deploy from uh, an NEC branded Mm -hmm. handset to Polycom. I know we've tested some Grandstream Mm -hmm. phones. And we're doing that because price difference may not be that much between one and the other on a monthly uh, cost because we're going to tailor our plans to where we can provide everything and you don't have to buy anything. Some customers may say, well, I want to buy the phones. How much is it? We'll have that offer. But some people may have already bought those phones. They may have Grandstream. They may have Polycom. And they say, gee, I was with XYZ Cloud Company or whatever, and I want to come to yours, but I've already invested in all these phones. That's why we've done this is so that they can keep their invested product, and we just give them the rate without them buying the phones because they've already got them. That's fantastic. Right off the bat, I can think of two customers there you go. Uh, that already have Polycom endpoints. And Polycom makes some good phones. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're superb. They, they work very well, especially their HD quality. So we're just trying to cover all the bases and give people plenty of options because um, and, and just not be rigid because to me, if, if in business, just like in life in general, if something's not worked, you shouldn't have to still be with it or pay out a contract for something that you can't use or is going to hurt your business. How did you come to determine that you would use NEC's Univerge 3C product um, as the platform to go to market with? Well, that's a good question. NEC Corporation has cloud services and theirs is built on 3c so that told me okay if if it works that well for them then that would be for us also it will scale it will scale as large as any of our customers may possibly need so if if we were to run across somebody who said i've got a thousand handsets we can do that that's not a problem i got two thousand we can do that if I've got a customer that says, look, I'm, uh, you know, I've just got a little shop here. I only need three. That's fine. We can do that. In addition, because we know that, you know, that's why there's vanilla chocolate and strawberry and ice cream, different ones. If somebody were to say, you know, I see what it can do, but I needed to do something different or they want another brand. Because we gladly, you know, we've been talking products and brands right here. A lot of the cloud companies don't even, you have to ask them what you built on because they don't want to tell you. I'll gladly divulge that. So in the future, on top of that, we're planning on putting in IP Office Server Edition and put cloud services on that. Now, why? Because there may be some features that it offers that the NEC doesn't or vice versa. The rates could possibly be different. But another thing is if, if somebody wants to do any of their own programming, uh, we will have the server edition of IP Office in the future to where uh, the end users will, will give a, be given a login and they can go into that because we won't put anybody else on that, whereas on the 3C, we're petitioning so you don't know and nobody can cross over and get to the other person so you, you realize that you're in a, in a system just like anybody's cloud service, but, but you are protected from them and them from you. It'd be kind of like if you were living in an apartment complex, but you, you have the only key to your house or your, your apartment. But in the uh, IP Office Server Edition, we're going to be having those separately so that they'll be 
on virtual servers and that the customer that's on the IP Office product will be the only customer on that product. So we're going to give that option, which I know some of our competitors are not doing that. So we're mm-hmm. going to give them more than one brand to operate off of. Very good. Um, continue to offer customers flexibility. Absolutely. Uh, supported by his call and have that same number that they're used to calling. Uh, they will continue to call oh, yeah. for support. Yeah, on it that, would be so. it would be our technical staff that would handle those things. Um, the deployment that we've done in the test is we basically have called up different customers and said, "Hey, we're going to do this. Would you like, would you play with us?" And these are not just NEC customers, NEC, there have been some Mitel customers, some Abai customers, and they say, sure, uh, whatever you want to send me. Well, they open up the box and they see it's in it. Well, this is, uh, this says NEC on it. Yeah, can you plug it into a data port and tell me what happens? And they plug it in and it works. The boot time on these things are phenomenal. We've gone through the firewall issues, all sorts of things. Now, if we need to deploy people on site because that's our what we've always done we'll do that i would say on implementation most people want us to do that with some of the cloud companies that are out there they don't do that they send product you plug it in that's it so those customers who want that and they want to do it that way we can do it that way if they want us to come on site we'll gladly come on site we don't know how we have to also look at the infrastructure like everybody does do they have good data infrastructure or are they going to need some help with that we'll have to look at those things but right here, early in the process of announcing this new product, do we have a name for it? Yes, we do. But I think I'd like to wait That's until exciting. we come out with that on the on the publication. Very good. So I kind of leave everybody hanging a little bit. If you look at our website here, probably I'm going to say a week or two from now, you'll see it out there. The suspense. And so today is April the 17th as mm-hmm. we're recording. So by the end of April, uh, maybe you will be able yeah. to see this out on our website, which this episode will air on April, the last day of April. Oh, so. okay. So we'll say May 1st. May 1st. And that's there you probably go. probably a good target date to put everything out there. Okay. Yeah. The suspense builds. Oh, I, I wouldn't say that suspense. But <laughs> it, it, won't, it won't be a big surprise. <laughs> but we're trying to do a little marketing and go with it. I just don't want to spoil it. Very good. All right. Well, Gary, thank you. It's very exciting to hear. I'm excited, and uh, I got even more excited this morning to actually bring it all together, have a call with a customer using the new hosted platform, one of the new phones. Everything was excellent about it. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Looking forward to tomorrow to hearing oh, yeah. hearing more about it. I'll be here with Tomorrow's the uh, sales folks. Yeah, it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. So. Hey, thanks for coming in here today and recording this podcast with me, and uh, I look forward to having many more. Well, thank you, Chuck. I appreciate getting the opportunity to come, and good to talk with you and everybody listening. As we wrap up, remember, don't be afraid, only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.